Neil Mac Codrum, a Scottish fisherman, was travelling along the coast when he spotted a group of nude women dancing under the moon. When he stepped on a piece of driftwood, he alerted his presence to the women, who ran over to a pile of furs, slipped them on and dove into the sea. However, Neil MacCodrum was able to grab the last sister's sealskin before she could put it on. Although she pleaded with him to give it back to her, Neil knew about selkies from the old tales and he refused. He hid her sealskin and the woman was forced to stay with him and become his wife. After some time, she gave Neil a son and a daughter, both sporting webs between their fingers and toes. They grew older as the selkie woman grew more wistful though she was a good and obedient wife. One day, the children came running to her with a piece of fur, excited to show her what they had found. Their mother was overjoyed to have her sealskin back. She told her children about the selkie race and then warned them that she had to leave them that very night. After Neil had fallen asleep, the selkie woman took her sealskin to the water's edge. She bade her children farewell, but she told them that they would be able to hear her singing from time to time as they were half selkie themselves. Then she slipped into the water and the children headed home. In the morning, Neil MacCodron was saddened to hear his children tell him that their mother had returned to the sea. He missed her very much, but his children kept him company for the rest of his life, except for the nights when their mother's song called them to come to her and swim through the waves. So Josh, yes, we've been talking about water people for the last few weeks, uh-huh. and I thought we'd finish off the trilogy with a slightly different note. Okay. So where mermaids are sort of a bringer of bad fortune, and the finfolk are pretty much straight up evil, Sure. the selkie are not. Uh-huh. In fact, in almost every story about selkies, people are the bad guys. Oh, that's a completely different different tone then. So yeah, the, it's it's not really a warning about them anymore. No, no, it's just more or less. It's people are bad sometimes. Sure, and that's unfortunate. Okay. So, selkies aren't Orkney specific, unlike the Finfolk. They're found across Scotland and Ireland, and I think I found one story from North Wales as well. Okay. So it's a much broader group, and while it is a, a a broader, a more geographically diverse myth, it does still come from an Orcadian dialect word for seal. Right. So selkie means seal. Okay. What do you think a selkie is in this context? Um, if selkie means seal, I'm guessing that they are half seal. Just well, chucking that out there. You're not far off. There's a couple of different kind of theories on what a selkie might be. So, some people say that Selkies are fallen angels condemned to live as animals until the Day of Judgment. Oh, wow. Which is pretty rock and roll. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds like a heavy metal track. I don't know. 
Um, and then there's some people that say that they're humans that committed a grave sin and were doomed to re- live out the rest of their days under the sea. So often it was if you if you killed someone and threw their body into the sea, then maybe you'd, you'd have to be a seal person. <laughs> and then the final theory is that it was the souls of people that had drowned. Uh-huh. So they had to live in the sea for all eternity, but one night a year they were permitted to return to their human form and come out of the ocean. Ah. So two out of those three cases are, are they're being punished. Um, um, if they're fallen angel or if they, they've been condemned in some way to, to live that way. Yes. Yeah. That doesn't really come across in the personality of the Selkies of the in Selkie. the stories. There's, they're never described as being particularly vicious or spiteful. Okay. So it sounds like it could be a sort of story of, of uh, retribution then. Yeah, I, th- I think it's... Th- there's a theme that while they may have done bad things, they are not inherently bad, perhaps. Okay. Although I don't know how you reconcile that with fallen angels. Sure. Given that the most famous fallen angel is Satan. <laughs> yeah. So that... I don't know how that plays out. No, it's strikingly modern, if anything. Y- well, yeah. Whereas these stories are hundreds and hundreds of years old. Right. No one knows how old, because... They all got written down in the 19th century, and while there are a lot of advantages to oral traditions, date-keeping isn't one of them. (laughs) Sure. So, how often can a Selkie become a person? It depends on the myth, it depends on the origin, it sort of depends on what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So, in a lot of instances, it was once a year, on Midsummer's Eve. Okay. um, Which would work for the, the drowned souls sort of story right and then, so then that's the night that they're permitted to to come back exactly and then other stories say it was the seventh night no sorry the ninth night which would be every nine nights a little bit okay. a little bit more often yeah. but um, and then there's the seventh stream which I saw referenced fairly frequently so they could turn into a human every seventh stream and what is the seventh stream? What well, you'd be amazed at how poor the consensus is there. <laughs> I read several books, all of which mention the seventh stream, none of which mention what that means. Okay. Wow. Weird. It's made even more complicated by the fact that the seventh stream is also a moderately popular Irish TV show about a Selkie. Right. So I believe that it's every seven high tides. Okay, okay, yeah, that no, that makes sense. Yes. Which seems incredibly frequently. Yeah. That's every three days. <laughs> so, I, I don't think that can be as a punishment. I don't know. Sure, it, that's, yeah. If anything, that's, that's, that's a superpower with, with very slight limitations. Yeah, I mean, it's rough if you have to be a seal three quarters of the time, but it's not... I don't know. Seals look like they have a great life. We were, we were, we were on the, the Isles of Scilly, and they're just Labradors in water. Well, that's one of the big themes in the story, is that Selkies have a great time being Selkies. Right. They okay. love being a Selkie, and people keep trying to stop them having their fun seal times. By marrying them. Well, yeah, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> so the most important thing... And what makes a selkie a selkie rather than any other kind of creature 
is the fact that in order to shapeshift, they peel off their seal skin. Painfully? No. No, they just take it off like a coat. Okay. And then when they put the seal skin back on, they can turn back into a seal. Oh, cool. Part of that means that if the seal skin's lost or stolen, the Selkie is doomed to remain in human form until they can get it back. And they hate this. Absolutely hate it. Right. Not in an angry way, just in a right. very, very sad way. Okay. There's a lot of stories about Selkies trapped in their human form, just crying oh. all the time. So it really doesn't sound like a punishment then? No. No. They're, they're so glum about not being able to have fun <laughs> seal times. I mean, even in the story we had at the top of the episode, it was about Selkies dancing in the moonlight because they're having such a good time. Yeah. If you're walking along the beach and you see a Selkie, the first thing that Selkie will do is grab its seal skin and run away as quickly as possible. They really don't want to cause too much hassle. Right. Which is almost the exact opposite of the Finfolk. Sure, yeah. Where the Finfolk are bitter and spiteful, the Selkies just want to keep to themselves. Yeah. They don't want the humans to stop them having a, a fun seal time. And to and to your human eyes, that'll be a nude woman grabbing her coat and running away from you. Into the sea, yes. Right, yes, okay. There are selkie men and selkie women, much like with the finfolk, um, but they're not quite as different. The way that the stories are sort of passed is, is based on the gender roles in... Britain back in the day mm -hmm. so selkie men were renowned for their many encounters with human females both married and unmarried okay the selkie man in human form was meant to be an incredibly beautiful creature with almost magical seductive powers over mortal women they would have no qualms about taking off their sealskin carefully hiding them and then heading inland to seek out unsatisfied women <laughs> now this story is important because it gave an element of freedom to women in these communities you could not be expected to resist the charms of a selkie man oh really it just they were magical you couldn't do it right. so there's stories of women who became pregnant and said well it was a selkie and their communities would go, well, there's nothing you could have done about that. You have been afflicted by the magically sexy seal man. Wow. And that's, ju that's just unfortunate, but we'll all carry right. on. And the husband sort of had to be okay with it. <laughs> Which is interesting. Yeah. It's a lot more progressive, perhaps, than some of the other stories we've had. Rarely does a myth give a sort of get out for, for women. Well, especially if you compare it to the Changeling, for example. Yes. Which is the exact opposite of this. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You have permission in that case to be suspicious, sort of no matter what. And in this instance, you have a lot of evidence to be quite suspicious. And there's nothing you can do. Which is, which is interesting. Yeah. And it also meant that you were still eligible to be wed. Oh right. Oh okay. So it's uh, it undoes the the fallen woman thing. Pretty much because it's not your fault. Yeah. Nothing you could have done about it. There's some stories in which mortal women wanted to make contact with the selkie man, which makes sense given that they're supernaturally attractive. Sure. 
And there was a specific right that I found. So at high tide, she had to make her way to the beach, and she had to shed exactly seven tears into the sea. Right. And then the the Selkie man would come to shore and remove his magical seal skin. Oh, wow. I don't know if you remember from last week our friend, the Orkney folklorist, Walter Trail Dennison. Oh, yes. But he referred to this as unlawful love. (laughs) And he warned of the joy that male Selkies took in intruding into the sanctity of married life, which is such a wonderful turn of phrase. That's great. So there's stories of girls going missing while they're on the beach or out at sea and it was sort of suggested that there was a good chance that she'd had a selkie lover and he'd convinced her to go with him back into the sea okay assuming of course that she hadn't attracted the eye of a fin man sure right which had very different consequences yes no one wants to go with the fin man but maybe you do want to go with the Selkies. Everyone wants some Selkies. Yeah, well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, so, while the men are irresistible to women, the Selkie are similarly alluring. Sure. But, unfortunately, due to sort of the gender roles at the time, this comes off much worse for the Selkie. Right. The the most common theme in Selkie stories is one in which a clever young man acquires, either by trickery or by theft, a Selkie girl's sealskin. Oh dear. Yes, and then he'd hide the sealskin, and this woman was forced to to live with him in the hopes of one day getting her sealskin back. And would you say that the man in this in this story is sort of admirably cunning or or they are they're they're villainous for doing this within the context of the story they're seen as admirably cunning oh really although the selkie almost always does win in the end sure right usually it culminates with either he drinks too much or he makes some mistake or his children uh, side with their mother Mm -hmm. and she she gets her seal skin back and she gets away but on the subject of um, children, it's actually amazing how recently some Orcadian families claimed Selkie ancestors. Oh, really? How recent? Uh, up until, like, the 1900s. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there's a story by Walter Trial Tennyson, uh, and there was a woman uh, from the very far north of Orkney who was only known as Ursula in the book he wrote. I assume she had a surname. <laughs> yeah, but she had many, many children, each of which carried the unmistakable signs of being of selkie origin. What are they? I'm gonna hazard a guess at webbed fingers and toes. Well done. They're known as <laughs> selkie paws. Uh, okay, webbed fingers and toes. And in the story of Ursula, um, the midwife clipped the webbing away. So cut cut away the webbing between their fingers, oh, wow. but it kept growing back until eventually, after many cuttings, it was reduced to a horny crust on the palms and soles of the feet. That is horrible. It's just the most awful idea, someone <laughs> clipping away the webbing between your fingers. Ugh. But at the end of that story, uh, Walter Trial Tennyson says, whatever may be thought of this tale, 
its last sentence is quite true about the horny crust. Isn't that an upsetting idea? That is upsetting. I think this is... The Selkie is maybe the most interesting of our three watery creatures Mm. in that they're almost the most human. Yeah. Well, they're not... um they're not overtly malicious um and you know you're much more sympathetic towards towards them over over the human it's amazing it's a warning about human nature not of the uh the fairies that are coming to get you well it was two things one it was a warning about human nature mm. two it was uh a get out of jail free card yeah. and three it was we can get you a nice wife if we lie <laughs> yeah, which was at the time seen as admirable. There's an awful lot of folklore includes how you can trick someone into marry you, marrying you. It's right. it's a, a massive theme. <laughs> In fact, I think almost every creature we've discussed so far at some point has involved lying to get married. So it's it's a it's a sort of older version of a pickup artist of, yeah. of magical creatures. Yes, exactly. Wow. It's how can we con this supernaturally beautiful creature, which has such a wonderful life in the sea, yeah. into giving up that life and living <laughs> with me. And then I'll mutilate its children. Yeah. So, Josh, mm-hmm. this is going to come across as a very strange question. Okay. How at risk do you think you are from Selkies? Uh, well, no, I'm fine. Because I I have no intention of stealing seal skin from women, which was in my wedding vows. Was it? No. <laughs> you, you did go to Silly recently. Yes, that's true. That's true. And there were seals. Probably selkies. Well, yeah. Yeah, why not? You could you could have been magically seduced, which is one of those bizarre phrases. Yes. But I, I think you're probably fairly safe, especially given mm-hmm. South Wales not near the sea, and the fact that they're inherently not a threatening creature. Yeah, yeah. As long, basically, as long as I behave myself, it's fine. In fact, it's in fact, well, according to the story, it's sort of fine either way. I just might, you know, the 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 evil man who steals the woman might lose the woman. Yes. Um, but that's. It it is interesting as well that yeah. all of the, almost all of the stories end on this weird positive note, yeah, of of freedom and liberation. Yeah, yeah, it's it's extraordinarily um, progressive. But Strange. but for the fact that it does include a, a lot about stealing women. Um, yes, yes, but for that, given the context, so it read read in a mod- through a modern lens, one could one could see it as a as a, a yeah a story about a, a progressive story in that you see the man as a villain. Yes, um, but if it's written as a sort of wasn't this a cheeky cunning chap? Uh, maybe not. I I hope you enjoyed that little conversation. I don't think we're going to have something that lighthearted again next week. <laughs> I, I'll warn you on that front. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll see you again in two weeks on Friday. I've been Neil Whitehead. I've been Josh Ogle. And this has been a British bestiary. Mm-hmm.